Now, it's pretty hard to follow that up, to be perfectly honest. I like to be the upbeat sports guy. Um, but you guys out there are really important to me. Thank you for your messages of support, the DMs I've got on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I didn't do it for that, but um, I, I, it resonates with a lot of you. So thank you. Like You listeners out there, you're my strength. You're, you're the people I hang out with every day. So to be my authentic self, I... I, I did have to share that because I've been a little bit all over the shop this weekend and I will do the show tomorrow and then I'm off. Um, I'm off. So uh, thank you for all of your understanding. But we will have a midday madness because um, we we move forward, don't we? We move forward and we are doing that today. Ryan Fox will be in studio from 1 o'clock, which I cannot wait for. His wife's due on Wednesday. Um, let's hope it doesn't come two days earlier. But... Um, all things going well, he'll be here in about three quarters of an hour in studio with us for the full hour. Uh, we're also going to live stream it on YouTube as well. So you can enjoy that. We'll talk some Auckland Stadium, of course, with uh, news that Eden Park's looking at a refurbishment. The Waterfront Stadium conversation has sparked up again. So we'll get a former councillor and a guy that was re- really on the front foot to develop the Auckland Waterfront, but it didn't happen. So we'll, we'll revisit that chat. Um, we'll revisit the subject with him um, to think, find out what the stumbling blocks were, etc. those years ago. And Brad Walter, we have him on reasonably often, senior writer for the NRL, lots to discuss from the weekend in the NRL. But Midday Madness now, the lines are open up until one o'clock. Um, and Mondays, we just throw it open for what's happened in the weekend. Uh, Super Rugby, I mean, there's so much. There is so much that has gone on the weekend. I don't have to tell you. You're all sports fans. You all know what's going on. So we've got some calls, which is great. And thank you uh, to Ken and Barry and Chris and Richard and Costa and Glenn and Paul and the people that have sent me messages. I I can't read them all, but thank you very much to you all. Uh, First of all, do we go line two or line one here, Sammy? We go to line two, and it's Cliff in Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. Yeah, afternoon, Staffy. Hey, hey, lovely words. Um, people have certainly got to reach out for people out there who have, have lost and, you know, not just loss and death, loss in relationships and mm. things. It's it's a tough world out there. Mm, it really you is. Know, I went to a funeral last week of a, a great girl, 59, you know. It's not easy when, when you go into funerals younger than yourself. Um, last year was the same. But... You know, we just got to box on and you just got to reach out for people who, you know, live on their own and, and they just need a, encouragement and just that somebody's out there, good words. But, um, yeah, I've I just been happy for old Steve Elker. I yes. was at Chisholm Park Golf Course just last week at the funeral. I called into the, 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 the service was in afterwards, after the funeral was there, and I popped over to the the golf pro and had a chat and he carried the bag for Steve Elker at the New Zealand Open oh, and he had nothing but good words to say about him. Great guy. And uh, that was nice to hear. Um, I know you got Foxy on soon and look, the RV Golf Club, I'm up in Palmerston, that's where I play my golf. I'm the president here. I'm very lucky with a great bunch of guys, but we're all, we all talk fondly of Foxy and, and Elka. We all want them to do well. You know, it's a great sport, and uh, you know, if a guy in his fifties who's making it and making a name for himself, you, you just can't go wrong. Yeah, no, it's, um, uh, we're in good yeah. stead, you know. And then you chuck in Lydia Co as well, and now we've got Danny Lee winning on Live Golf. We're pr- we're doing pretty good in the world of golf. 
Yeah, and Daniel Hilly has been playing all right too over in the European Tour. He's been going good. Yeah. I, I, I just just a quick word on the snooker. I see um, it's eight nine eight. Selby got a one four seven break in the World Champs this morning overnight. One three on the trot. So Luca Bressel's nine eight over him at the moment, but looks like a good finish for that. It's a shame it's not on Sky. I've got to go on YouTube and and pick up bits of it, but at least there's something there, you know. Mm. But, you know, it's just what it is. You can't have everything, and, you know, we have a pretty good life here, and, and Sky don't do a too bad a job, and SENZ, they're the boys that are really picking up their, the slack and taking it ahead, aren't they, with the cricket coming up. Doing everything we can, Cliff. Thanks heaps for your call, buddy. Yeah, hey, you have a good good time off. Thank Take you. care. Cheers, buddy. Thank you, Cliff from Dunedin. Go to Dean from Dunedin. G'day, Dino. Yes, heavy condolences, mate, to you and obviously a very, very close friend. Uh, we all sort of have to deal with it, unfortunately. It's just, a, it's, I don't know, I don't know the words, mate, honestly, but I'll just give you the heads up. If that's going to be your speech, you had a damn good practice run at it and they'll love it. You mm-hmm. don't need to say much more than that, buddy. Like it, my eyes well up listening to it. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's real and, you know, it's tough. It's real tough because you can't answer the question. No. It's the hardest bit to go. You get through it as best you can. Be there for the family as we all do in times like this, and it just sucks. But uh, luckily, luckily, Foxy starts again with another wee baby. Yep. And that's the only way you can look at it. You know, when something ends, something starts. You know what? I thought of that this morning, the circle of life, eh? Yep, yep. And it's it's exactly the same with sport, you know, and you, you read all these things about the doom and gloom and demise of the Crusaders. What utter rubbish, like. There were some decisions on the weekend, and I said, I don't know whether it was to you or Smithy, I'm not sure, but it was a it was harder to pick than a broken nose this weekend. And the unfortunate thing for me is when, and I harp on about it all the time, when the referees get basic things wrong, and it has a huge influence in rugby, we just better get used to it when our forwards are trying to get used to the new rules of this World Cup, or the old rules, because we're used to these new ones, that are a complete and utter waste of everybody's time. So... It puts everything into significance, mate. It doesn't matter. It's sport. Yep. It's entertainment. We love it. We have an opinion like an asshole. But at the end of the day, some sooner or later, that, that asshole is going to be pointing down. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It absolutely doesn't matter. Good on you, Dino. Thanks, buddy. Take you, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye now. Uh, we go over to Aussie. Talk to Darren, our good friend out of Melbourne. G'day, Darren. Hi, Steffi. How, how are things? Not too bad, buddy. Yep. My heart goes out to you. That was um, beautiful, what you said. Certainly brought a tear to my eye. So, yeah. So um, yeah, you have a lot of people supporting you. So um, yeah, I think I think you're gonna need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a, a it's been a shit for it's been a shit weekend. I know I'm not supposed to swear on the radio, but let's be brutally honest. Yeah. It has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and summed up well because that's what it is. You just feel sick. Mm. So, mm. Um, but um, yeah, but thankfully, um, like, like you said, life goes on, and we've got you know it just means. People around you just need a little bit extra. Mm. And we've still got sport to, to distract us, you know? Well, well, I suppose we'll have to talk about it. How good was it seeing um, the Chiefs Stadium full? Well, that was just exciting. It was brilliant. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, uh, I was pretty pumped. I, I sat down on Saturday after woodcutting all day. I was absolutely shattered. <laughs> and I put the Hurricanes game on, and I, was, I thought it was awesome. And then I put the Chiefs Crusaders game on, and I was like, 
man, this is even better. I can't, be- I can't believe what I've just witnessed in the last four hours. <laughs> um, if that doesn't get the crowds back, I don't know what will, because that was just awesome rugby to watch. Yeah, we were spoiled by those back, uh, you know, those back-to-back games. We were really spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the Hurricanes one. I was a bit worried about the ref. God, he missed some blatant things. That line out. Oh my word! That short line out. Oh, that line out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the other one for me was um, Tom Wright just speed bump the guy. No arms tackle. Blatantly obvious. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like. Just nothing at all, right, right near their try line. I was just, you know, I was quite shocked at a few things, but, and I think the Crusaders will be arguably upset that that. I thought that ball went straight down. I didn't, I didn't see how that went forward, but, um, but yeah, that's why we like talking about sport, isn't it? It is, mate. Opinion. It it's sure different. is, Darren. So, we've got lots of calls, so we'll carry on. Thanks heaps for your call, buddy. No worries. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Uh, life member Zaid. G'day, Zaid. Good afternoon. Um, uh, Ken's been saying his name. He had the game. He had his game of his uh, career. Cameron Soafua. He was brilliant. Was yes, outstanding for the Blues on uh, Saturday. Arbo. He's um he's been taking the winnings every time he he gets um gets some minutes for the Blues. He's just just been immense all season. And um yeah, it was a great game for the Blues. Um took a while to get going, but when they got going, they were looking good. Um, Rico Yuani got his first try in a while. Um, but yeah, it was a great one for the Blues. Um, it was the easiest game of the season this weekend, so Miles well rest everyone. Could probably chuck some under twenties boys really if you wanted to out there. Moana looked absolutely disgusting. Um, I'm sorry, but they've got nothing. Um, if the Blues do play their players that they do want to play, um, if we played our top team, we'd score at least fifty on them. So I think we need to chill out a bit and rest a few of the All Blacks. Um, because the Moanas looks looks horrible. Um, so, yeah, the Blues should put them away pretty easily. Uh, I bet we'll be paying about a dollar two at the TAB because <laughs> it's it just too easy. Moana, I don't know. I, I don't know what's up with them this year, but they've got nothing, you know? Even the Rebels who are second on the table didn't look made them look horrible. So I, I, I don't know what's up with them this year, but they've gone really backwards. Um, yeah, Fiji and Drew actually didn't look too bad. But um, what about Damien McKenzie for the Chiefs? Um, I don't like the Chiefs, but um, I think they're going to win Super Rugby. It's, it's looking too easy for them, you know, uh, unless they stumble in the finals. But I can't see it. And Shooter Stevenson has to go to the World Cup. There's nothing about it, you know. Sean Stevenson, I think he has to go. I hope they've got the guts to choose him, to tell you the truth, um, because there's no denying the form he's in. He, he's a game winner. Yeah. He's a game changer. You've identified that right. You did get the price wrong in the Blues minor Pacifica. You said a dollar two. It's a dollar three. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so you've well, done good. Anyway. And quickly on the Warriors, um, is Sammy in there today? Yes. Um, yeah, I, and I, I know we we can't keep saying it, but um, it doesn't. It doesn't sound too good again about the refs again. Um, I would just like to bring up the shoulder charge to Marcelo Montoya, and then they went and scored off that. But there's a great, there is some great news though. Marcelo Montoya has been resigned, so yeah. um, old Kempi will be pretty happy about that. And Damian McKenzie's been resigned till 2025. So, yeah. Yep, there's been some good signings across the weekend. Zaid, we've got to push on. Thanks, buddy. Thanks Thank for your you. update. Cheers, mate. Uh, we go down to the Amber and Gold, Taranaki region. Talk to Scott. G'day, Scott. 
G'day, Steffi. Condolences to, to you and the, the family of um, the past. Um, yeah, well said too, mate. And suicide's something this country's not grasping with very well, and Mike King does everything he can to get the government to speak to him, but the Prime Minister had his back to him there on Friday and uh, planted, uh, bearing a dead tree instead of talking to Mike King after their big um, you know, fundraising uh, mm. trip down to the to Wellington. That was pretty disappointing on the government, but at least Luxton turned up and said hello. Um, but let's just talk some sport. Um, now, the Warriors, I thought, were excellent on the weekend. You know, I know they lost, and we never like losing, let's be honest. But I thought that um, Roosters' defence was pretty damn special, especially on the goal line. And uh, I thought we made good metres most most um, most sets, and I thought Johnson's kicking game was not too bad either. It's just that they played a team that was better than them. Um, and that wet conditions too, handling areas were going to happen, you know, but I thought we, we played pretty well, under undermanned as well. I was pretty happy with that. I'd be fascinated to see what Sam thought of it. But, um, I, you know, I sat there and watched that game and, and actually enjoyed it for the contest it was. I thought we just, I thought, you know, we defended pretty well too to, to hold them to the points we did. Um, the refereeing confuses me a little bit. Um, you're not going to blame the game on it, but that shoulder charge, I thought our boys copped a lot of head shots, a lot of contact around the shoulder and onto the head in the second tackle or the second person coming into the tackle. Um, I thought that was a there was a lot of that going on handling areas he was calling knock ons that I really both ways I really thought they aren't knock ons um, and then but, the, you know all and in all, the, I thought it was the, like a test match the non knock on you, know? you didn't call the Tedesco knock on and that went on to yeah. a try and as you say the shoulder charge that went on to a try so I don't want to talk about referees every Monday no. but they keep giving us um, talking points don't they every week. Well, well, they do, Staffy, and but and it frustrates me because I, I want to just watch the game for what it is, and that is a good contest between two sporting codes, and, and you just want the ref just to, you know, almost be non-existent. You know, a great game's when the ref is, you know, you don't talk about them, right? You know, either way, you win or lose. Mm. So, you know, you don't want them to be the vocal, the focal point of the game. But those those head play, those arms around the heads were concerning me, and also off the mark play from the Roosters. They did that quite a bit, man. Mm. They were way off the mark. I thought the Warriors did a pretty good job because I didn't want to be the biased guy. So I started watching the Warriors to see if they were staying close to their mark. And and for for the best part, they do too. And another another one, Staff, is I was really impressed with the professionalism of the Warriors. They got a lot of calls that you know they could feel hard done by. They just sucked up and got on with it. Whereas the Roosters, on a couple of occasions, acted like sport brats. So, you know, when they didn't get the calls. So I was really, really impressed with their professionalism. I, th- I really do feel like that club's on the right the right way of going about, you know, becoming a really successful professional football club at the moment. Their work ethic is excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a bit like you. I got to the end. I was disappointed we lost. But I felt like we threw everything at them. And, and you're right. We're a little bit under strength. Well, we're probably a lot under strength at the moment. The, the injuries we've got. They're not just players, they're key players and key positions. So, yeah, I'm with you there, Scott. And I'll talk to Sammy soon about his reflection. Obviously, did a wonderful job calling the game for us as well. But, yeah, I, I haven't lost hope. Um, we're still in the top eight. We're way better than we've been for years. I'm still enjoying the ride. So, brilliant, Scott. Thanks for thanks for calling up, bud. No worries, Daffy. And, um, yeah, all the best this week for you mate cheers buddy thank you Scott uh, just the PJ he's just said Staffy I've missed what's happening are you leaving no I'm not leaving I'm just taking a few days off uh, for a bereavement I won't go through the whole thing but um, I'm not going anywhere PJ Leroy and Gisborne kia ora 
Thank you, Leroy. Um, the Warriors game, I think they missed Tohudi. Um, you know, even they, they got beaten, it wasn't a thrashing. Mm. Um, they held them out. It would have been good if they held them out to 2-0 at halftime. I see. I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, man, we're, we're a bit of a chance here. But then they just scored, and then they took it up to 8-0, and then they scored in their second half. But, you know, good on the boys. Um they didn't put the head down or anything. You know, this year, all the games they've been playing, mm. um, yeah. You know, they're, all, they're up there. They're up there for me, Steph, this yeah, year. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm not dropping a lip and saying, oh, here we go again. We're going to go on a tear. I mean, we're, we're going to struggle this week as well with the Panthers um, in yeah. Magic Round. But then we have, I think we've got a bye the week after that. No, we've got one more, two more, then a bye. Um, so as long as we can pick up a couple of wins or a win before the bye, get over some of these niggles, yeah. get Jazz Tafanga back out there, get Tohu back out there and make give it a red-hot crack. Yeah, exactly. And I like that young fella that came on. You know, he played well when he came on, um, that young Akwara. Sifakula? Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he played well when he came on and, um, yeah, we'll come right there, Steph. We'll yeah, come right we will. I'm with you, yeah, Leroy. Yeah. Cheers, brother. Thanks, Thank mate. Leroy out of Gisborne. 0800 Give us your sporting observations. A uh, big one for me was, <clears throat> I thought it was a huge test for Damian McKenzie. Um, it was like, you can never say like test match footy, but it was as close to, or maybe two back, because it's not the Super Rugby final or semi-final, an elimination game. But the whole country was focused on that game, and it was McKenzie versus Moonga, it was Chiefs versus Crusaders. And for me, DMAC... It's hard to tick every box in those weather conditions, but geez, he came out smelling of roses. I thought he was brilliant, and he would have known all the selectors were watching. It was the match-up with the incumbent. I thought he was brilliant, and I'm not taking sides saying pro-Chiefs, negative Crusaders or anything like that, but I just think that in, the, in reality, I thought he had an absolutely magnificent game. We'll take new sport and weather. I'd love to hear from you, though. 0800 150. Tell us about what, what got you up in the weekend. What got you excited? What got you disappointed? We were the crucial games. 0800 150 11. Love to hear from you after the news. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Yeah. Uh, Mike Stexton has said the War- uh, Montoya's resigned for the next two years at the Warriors. Has that now been confirmed? Because I know it was a rumour, Sammy. Yeah, it just came out about 20 minutes ago. Oh, Good signing, eh? Great signing. Hopefully have him on running it straight on Wednesday as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and that was before we even knew the news was coming out, so ties in nicely. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of people, like Zayden, a number of people have asked for your input. Uh, obviously, you're an absolute league nuffy. Uh, just quickly before we do that, I've had another text from a caller. Don't read that one out. By the name of Mark Watson. Mm. Ask Sam how the Bruins are doing, the best regular NHL season in history. Yeah. Are they, they're in the uh, playoffs, aren't they? I you know what you're trying to do there, Watto, and isn't it just funny that, you know, for Leafs fans who won their Game 7 or Game 6 yesterday and have won their first first-round matchup since 2004, it's like the years and years of ridiculing and the moment that they win, they feel like they can ridicule everyone else. It's like, come on, you guys have had 60-odd years without a Stanley Cup. Anyway, it is Game 7 between the Bruins and the Florida Panthers, currently in the second intermission, and we're down two goals to one. Am I nervous? Of course I am. 
Oh, I thought Couldn't it was lunch. O- I thought what I must have texted him because no, it was over. No, if it was over, I'd probably not be here right now, Steph. Mm. I'd be walking home. So um, to the Warriors. Sure. Um, let's keep it positive. Subject uh, number one. Yeah. I never like I think it's over talks, but they keep giving us fuel for discussion referees. Well, yeah, I don't think, um, and Andrew Webbs has been very political in his press conferences, which is it's almost entertaining in and of, in of itself because he's sort of jousting with the journalists. But um, like, I, you, I don't think you can say the referees cost us that game at all, really. No. Like, the amount of possession we had in the Roosters' sort of final 30 metres and the amount of tackles we had, and I think we, we got over the line once, and that was Jackson Ford and he got held up. So... You know, their defence was very resolute. It was not an attack. It was not conditions for attacking rugby league staff. That's why the Roosters didn't score a lot of points, and that's why we didn't score a lot of points. The attacking just wasn't there. Then you throw in the fact that we're missing half the spine, right? So mm. you're missing Tamari Martin. You're missing Charles Nicol Crooks there. You are missing, uh, you know, Torhu Harris. You're missing guys that are key to, to driving us through the middle and, and getting our attack going. So, you know, like the Storm game, I'm almost happy given we only lost by 14 points, given all the injuries and the conditions, etc. I mean, the Storm, we didn't have a bench for 15 minutes at the end, and we only lost by eight points. I actually think that's a massive victory for us. So, look, the refs didn't cost us the game at all. Don't don't be blinded by that at all. Even the Tupanuia um, shoulder charge, and I said this to Kempi in the commentary box, it, it's more about consistency for me. The tackle in and of itself wasn't actually that bad. Mm. Yes, it was a shoulder charge, but it wasn't that dangerous, really. I mean, yep, if it had been a little bit high, it would have caught him in the head. It would have been a lot worse, but it wasn't that bad. However, given how the NRL rules on shoulder charges and what you see in the other games, it should have been called. Same with the knock-ons. You look at it in slow time, or you look at it you know, through the video, and you say, well, it's not really a knock-on, but in the NRL, they call those nine times out of ten. So... Look, the calls were bad, and certainly the Tupanuia one was one that should have been picked up. As Kempe said, 20,000 fans in the stadium could see it. The commentators could see it. We could see it. The referee's standing there watching the big screen. How could he not see it? It's almost like, an, to me, and, and I don't want to go too hard on referees you know, as, as people, but it's almost like they're too proud to admit that they've made a mistake. He's looking at the big screen, and rather than going, okay, I made a mistake there, I'll call it back, he's sort of like, oh, I can't call it now because then it looks like a, you know what I mean? It's almost like this pride thing gets in the way. But yeah, I don't think that, I don't think the calls cost them a game. We, we had some massive issues, um, particularly with the attack in the final third. The Gopher was okay. I think we actually had more meters across the game than the Roosters, more run meters. Um, but, you know, no Tohu, who's a ball playing 13, plays that sort of Isaiah Yo, Cameron Murray role very, very well. He's a massive loss. You have um, Dallin, who played a good game at the back, but he's not Nickel Kluster, who's such a good link between halfback and winger and centre, etc. So, yeah, number of factors going on. I'm not that disappointed, Steph. The wheels haven't fallen off yet. We have been ravaged. Like, I'll bring up the casualty ward. We have 10 injuries, and eight of them are our key players, their key signings. The starters. The starters, you know, they're key guys. I mean, you just can't – imagine being a coach where you where you formulate a game plan, you formulate a season around the team that you've signed, and then within five rounds, half of them are not playing. It's it's almost – it must be so hard for Andrew Webster to try and work that, that jigsaw out week in, week out. Mm. Um, very tough game against the Panthers this weekend, but look at the West Tigers. I mean, come on, worst team in the comp, and they Bounce tipped back. them up. So Bounce back yeah, I'll, I'll, off, yeah. yeah. Look, I'll probably back them again, foolishly or not, and mm. uh, I'll probably get burnt. Mm. All right, straight to the phones as promised. Man, true to his word, Mikey from Christchurch. Mikey, oh, Staffy, really sorry to hear about um, that. That it's uh, unfortunately all too common in today's society. Jeez, mm. I just uh, yeah. 
Uh, well, I guess <laughs> everything's going to sound a bit trite after that, but um, I did write a letter. Yes. Uh, it's not the letter I wanted to write. Mm. Uh, however, I did my homework. So here we go. Dear Mr. Stafford and Mr. Hewitt, I write to you on a gloomy Christchurch morning, having already broken three pencils in anger in regards to the Chiefs Crusaders games this past weekend. Firstly, I congratulate the Chiefs on their ferocious defence and to the Chiefs' farmers who came out in force with their milking bells clanging away, creating a magnificent atmosphere and proving it to be a very good look on the TV screens. Speaking of TVs, I'd also like to congratulate Harvey Norman, who will surely be having a sales record day from disgruntled cat tabs who will be coming in en masse to replace their televisions with their remotes embedded into their broken screens. If I never see Angus Gardner again on a rugby field, it will still be too soon. But I digress. After a few months of sports fans bemoaning the imminent death of Super Rugby and how NRL is a superior product, I still remain union fan first. For where else do you get a sport that celebrates different body types, a sport that celebrates expansion? Super Rugby aspires to be more than just a one-country competition that begrudgingly gives little old New Zealand one team in the Aussie comps. We've had South Africa, Argentina, Japan, and now the South Pacific in the competition that still keeps on trying. Yes, rugby gets things wrong. Yes, the rules can be confusing, but give me a comp that aspires to be more any day. Also, if rugby is dying, try telling that to the Georgeville fans in Fiji and in the Waikato. So once again, the chocolate biscuits go to the Chiefs, and I'm sure the streets of Hamilton were full of revellers, and fair enough. I'm still an Ironcast Crusaders fan. It's in the blood. That will never change, but you have no. to take the lows with the highs. Cop it on the chin and move on. But in a competition which you only need to be in the top eight of 12, in the words of Dame Vera Lynn, we'll meet again. And if that is the case, as my mate Kevy says, says to me, we only need to win once, just after the Blues last year. I remain your humble servant and avid listener of your great radio program, Mikey G. Well done, Mikey. Fantastic. Now, Mikey, um, am I able to just get you to read that again? I'm just going to give you a backing track. Um, if you could just... <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Go ahead, Mikey. <laughs> oh, Mikey. No, fair play to you, Mikey. Tough game, very tough game. And um, look, I, we had a big crowd watching it down in Hamilton. Um, Steph, we've just been at Nan's 90th. Uh, credit to her, good innings, and we all crowded around the TV. And there were some nervous moments. I tell you what, the nervous moments that Crusaders team, despite being where they are in 2023 and where they're sitting on the table, they pushed us right to the end. And I, without some Damian McKenzie brilliance uh, towards the end, I, I was nervous you were going to get over the line, mate. So good tussle, and I'm sure we'll see you again. You know, when it comes semi-finals yeah. slash finals time. The one, the one thing that did give me um, some modicum of joy was seeing Ian Foster look at, look at two teams absolutely smashing into each other, ferocious defence on both sides. Um, I thought the forwards on both teams were magnificent. And if that's the teams he gets to pick from those players, then I've got a good feeling about the All Blacks. Mm, nice. Mikey, great to hear from you, buddy. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Mikey G out of Christchurch. Sam, I just got a text message here from Mark Watson. Ask Sammy how the Bruins are going. 
after the career-best NHL season. Yeah. Well, it's too all now. Okay. Happy I'm going to keep reading that you, text you message. Keep, you keep reading that text. Logan Swinkle's always texting. He, 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 um, he's a massive Maple Leafs fan as well. Look, congratulations to the Maples fan making out of their first round one uh, series since 2004 in the streets celebrating like they won the Stanley Cup. But I'm happy for them. Mm. You know, they're one of my most hated teams in the NHL, along with the Montreal Canadiens. So, um, and don't Pittsburgh, like Canada. And the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's oh, sort okay. of true, actually. I'd rather the American teams win. But uh, the Bees, a little bit of context, if I May staff the bees uh, this season and the regular season broke the record for the most wins, the most points, um, but the best team by far. Are they of course, doing a Liverpool? Well, you know, of course it doesn't matter if you don't win the comp. It's mm. the same with the Golden State Warriors when they went seventy three and nine. It, it means nothing if you mm. don't win the championship. So, let's go bees. Let's go bees. Let's go bees. Uh, a few text messages saying great letter, great reading, great sermon, Mikey G. Well done, well done. We'll take a break. Give us a yell. Weekend highlights, 0800 150 811. Particularly, did, did any of you go to those rainy games in Hamilton or the Warriors? Just tell us about it. Uh, did anyone go to Moana? Did anyone go over to Fiji and watch the Druid? 0800 150 811. Love to hear from you.